before I go into his word, I always pray. I'm like, Lord, give me the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart to receive what it is that you want to um, impart to me through your word. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We're so excited you're here back with us. Uh, We're going to be starting the second series on marriage today. Yes. Uh, Before we do, if you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment. If you're listening on Audible, you're awesome, by the way. But just know that you can go to YouTube and you can get the full video format uh, of our podcast. So we're going to dive into the second series. So last week, we introduced what a healthy marriage is and the priorities of a healthy marriage. Yeah. God first, then your spouse, then your little ones and kiddos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today we're going to dive into each individual topic, and we're going today we're going to talk about the relationship with Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Vanessa, why is this the top priority? You know, our learning to make our spouse second to God. First of all, that's not easy. It's not. No. Um, but our relationship with Christ, you know, one, it's. Um, it's the most important relationship mm. that we will ever have. And I cannot fulfill my purpose as a wife mm. without the Lord, without the Holy Spirit, without Christ leading me and guiding me and me leaning in into Him, you know? Mm. And so I think that's so important for us, um, not only as children of God, but as spouses to just really understand the weight of that. Mm. Um you know, before you, he was my husband, he was my lover, and he still is, but he um, was everything mm-hmm. and is everything that you can't be, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's just, I think the weight of that and just really understanding that um, that he has to be the number one in our life. And, you know, we, we talk about the scripture a lot, and it's Matthew 6, 33, mm-hmm. and it's seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And this means that when we make Christ the headship of our life, of our marriage, and of our family, um, and when we seek to honor and glorify him in everything, he's going to, to give us the desires of our heart. He's going to... Um, uh, to to honor our obedience in that. And that's where blessings come in. That's where marriage gets amazing and, you know, our family is united um, and and everything just falls into alignment. Well, and it's it's really where you learn to be the best version of yourself. And, and, yeah. And, and I think as the husband understanding, you know... Um, so first, I, I, let me before I say this, let me just point out, guys. I know this is a difficult concept mm-hmm. in, in a lot of cases, and and I think a lot of people put this into just a kind of a box. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes that box is really big, and sometimes it's really small. Mm-hmm. And they say, "Well, I, I'm going to church, and and that's kind of and that's great. I mean, I, we don't want to put that away, um, but there are different levels to this. And I think that when it comes to a relationship, when you're talking about, you know, kind of. First of all, how you 
hear God, how you experience the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Vanessa and I are different mm-hmm. in those ways. Uh, she's a dreamer, and I am a knower, mm-hmm. so I don't uh, I don't dream, <laughs> uh, which is really funny for us because she's like, I had this dream, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I never have dreams, uh, but she dreams vividly mm-hmm. uh, in the way she experiences and has her relationship with Christ versus I'm a little bit different in that mm-hmm. way. But I, I just want to kind of point out that having a relationship with Christ it does create an opportunity for us to be the best versions of ourselves for our spouse, whether that is experiencing more patience or understanding how to love or uh, just being in disciplined relationship mm-hmm. with Christ uh, and how that's going to translate over to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, kingdom life, we always talk about the abundant uh, kingdom life. You know, that begins with the relationship with the King of Kings. Like, mm-hmm. we, we can't even begin to understand or comprehend or experience that if we are not experiencing Christ Himself and mm-hmm. getting into the presence of the Lord. And you guys, you hear me talk about that a lot. And I cannot tell you how important that is. And mm-hmm. and, and we can hear God when, when we're reading His Word, and we can experience Him then, but also just taking the time to put all distractions aside get quiet, get alone, and just sit in his presence and have conversation and hear the things that he wants to impart to you. So I'm, I want to dive into that for just a second, because okay. I think a lot of people may be listening to this and go, oh, that sounds really great. I have no idea how to do that. Um, and, and I know this is something that, you know, having been married to you, I know how uh, important this is to mm-hmm. you. I've seen you mm-hmm. a thousand times do it. Um, so I want you to kind of just can you give us a three-step process of like, how, do you, how would you go about starting this process? If you were like, if you were listening, you're like, I want to learn how to get in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Give me three. Give me three steps or four. Three, three, four. Um, you know, I think you can experience, guys, we can experience the Holy, we can experience God at any time. You know, you can be in your car and God speaks to me. We have conversations all the time in the car. I mean, it can be, it doesn't have to be this tradition and religion of I've got to do X, Y, and Z. I've got to turn on my worship music. I've got to read five chapters and then I'm going to hear from the Lord. Y'all, our God is, that's, that's not, we do not have to do that to, in order to experience him and hear from him. We can, we have access to God at any time. Mm-hmm. And it just takes, um, it just takes stopping and just being present with him. You know, one way that a lot of people can experience the Lord is reading through the Bible and meditating. And I always, before I go into his word, I always pray. I'm like, Lord, give me the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart mm-hmm. to receive what it is that you want to um, impart to me through your word. And then um, another thing that we always talk about, you guys, is being in prayer with your spouse. I mean, mm-hmm. That's the greatest weapon that we can have against the enemy. But whenever you can call down and bring down heaven to earth with your spouse and pray, um, fervently pray for specific things, man, that is so powerful. And then experiencing those things that, you know, that you're praying about when they come to pass, you know, you get mm-hmm. to, ex- you experience that confirmation and that, um, and that it's, it's, it's like the, the harvest, you know, you're like, Mm. oh my gosh, we prayed for that. And God heard us. And he, you know, he delivered. I mean, it's, there's nothing better than that. Um, and then also I would say, you know, and and in your quiet time for me personally, and and I'm going to, I'm going to speak to this for just a Mm. minute. If, if you're wondering, how do I get into the presence of the Lord? You guys, that can be different for anyone. For me personally, I didn't understand that. And I sought out mentorship and godly counsel through my church. 
And I remember sitting with my mentor who Scott knows and, um, and, and I was like, oh, I've been reading my Bible and this. And she's like, Vanessa, I know that you can read and you can study your Bible and you can quote scripture. She was like, what are you hearing from God? And she took a moment with me and this changed the course of my relationship with the Lord mm. and how I experience God. And she said, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture being in a safe place with Jesus. Mm. And I did. And I have this place now when I go into my quiet time, I close my eyes and I visualize myself there with Jesus. And then from then on, it's a journey throughout throughout my, my talking with him that I'm seeing and we're having this conversation. And I you know, I talked to him about the condition of my heart, like the things that he wants to talk about. God, is there anything in me? Search me. And it's a beautiful experience that I can have with him every single day. And it took one person sitting with me and saying, let's try it this, you know, try it this way. Close your eyes, visualize being in the room with Jesus. What is he saying to you? Mm. You know, and, I'd, and, and again, if you're listening to this and you've never, you know, experienced, you know, what it means to get in the presence of the Lord, try that. Close your eyes, pretend like Jesus is in the room with you, and what does he want to say to you? What are you talking about? What do you want to talk to him about? So are you saying like a safe room or a safe space? Yeah, a safe place. Or maybe place. A, is it a beach? Is yeah. it, is it you know, you know, an old cabin in the woods and there's two rocking chairs yes. there? Whatever that, whatever that super safe space, space is, is, you know, for you, mm-hmm. you just kind of take your mind there and put Jesus in the room with you and start that relaxing part of your conversation. Yeah. For me, I meet Jesus yeah. on the steps. We have these steps that lead up to something. And, and, and so I meet Jesus on these steps. Huh in my quiet time. And then from there, it's a journey together. And so um, that's just an example of how the Lord speaks to me and how I get into his presence. Um, but I just want to encourage you guys, if you've yeah. never tried that, try it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, and again, I, I, the the practical side of just kind of helping people take steps one, two, and three are so yeah. important. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have the desire, it's just they don't really know how. They don't know how, yeah. um, And I know another thing we talk about in our book Blended and Redeemed, which mm-hmm. we announced the title last week. Yes. Super cool. Blended and Redeemed. Um, we talk about praying together as spouse is, and uh, and I've counseled hundreds of couples and I ask them the same question, like, how often do you pray together? Yeah. And you would ask, you would think that I asked them, you know, like, do you cut off each other's fingers? Uh, because it, 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 the uncomfortability of praying with your spouse is palpable. And so a lot of spouses like we don't we pray individually, but we don't pray together. Mm-hmm. And and we want to be respectful of that. We understand that that's a process of it's an intimate process together. Yeah. Uh, and marriage is about, you know, over time, you know, just getting to know each other and exposure to each other. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. So we actually give a specific prayer in the book to mm-hmm. like you can say this together. Yeah. Uh, and it'll get you started down the path. Um, but I do want to encourage you guys to to you know, grab a hand at night before you go to bed. Uh, Vanessa and I take turns praying, mm-hmm. and we pray differently. I'm shorter, mm-hmm. and like my prayer time is shorter, uh, and Vanessa's prayer time is longer, and that's okay. You know, we respect that, um, uh, but we do do that every night together, and it does it does put us on the path, um, and I think it also kind of overshadows maybe some of the things that go on in your daily life mm-hmm. together. Because there, there yeah. are times when we, we get in bed and we're not jiving something 
uh, may have happened that day, and we're not feeling the best about each other, but we still pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does kind of, you know, put us on a different path. Uh, you use the triangle example mm-hmm. a lot, and I, and I think that's a beautiful illustration of why seeking God as a couple is important, and individually, how it's important to you as a couple. So talk about the triangle and tell us what it means. Yeah, so you guys, we use the example of the triangle, and if God is the point, and then you and you are one corner and your spouse is the other, as each of you are growing in your relationship with the Lord, so the more that I'm seeking the Lord and growing in relationship with Him, and the more that Scott is, we're going to meet together um, where God is. And so, you know, as we're both growing together or growing individually, we're going to grow together and become stronger because you guys, our relationship and our marriage is the closest to that that you will have like in the flesh Um next to Christ. And so that's why it's so important um, that we're growing spiritually individually and then as a couple. And, you know, like I said, you know, you can try the three steps, you know, reading in the word every day, praying with your spouse, and then also seeking that quiet time um, and getting into the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, The only, maybe the last thing or maybe the last few things that I want to talk about in relationship to your relationship with Christ We've talked about how, we've talked about why it's important. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to point out the fact that you and your spouse are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've watched Vanessa and I for any length of time, you, you'll know that we're a little bit different in that way. You know, our relationship with Christ, it, it can be different. Mm-hmm. Um, the way she experiences Christ, the way I do, it's different. Um, and one of the things that took us a while, just in being transparent about our own marriage, yeah. it took us a while to respect that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we were just talking about dreams a second ago. I'm not a dreamer, so I can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. So it made it really hard to be like, you had a dream and you're going to tell me about it. Or sometimes you didn't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And then when you did, it was kind of like, I didn't want to like be disrespectful or not understanding. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time to be like, okay, that's just the way that she experiences her relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. In the exact same way with me, you know, I grew up a little more conservative. You know, I don't exactly raise my hand during worship. That's just not my style. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took a while for us just to get to know each other about that and respect each other. So when when we talk about a relationship with Christ as it relates to your relationship with your spouse, uh, understand that you as your spouse are, in a lot of ways, you're going to be that kind of gatekeeper to your husband or your wife mm-hmm. that says, okay, I want you to experience a relationship with Christ, but I also don't want you to... Ex- you don't have to ex- have my experience. Right. Uh, I need to be respectful. You need mm-hmm. to be respectful of each other mm-hmm. to experience Christ the way that they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and one of the things that... that well, one of the things I talk about in the book is, you know, you're not your spouse's Holy Spirit. Ooh, and I know that convicted a lot of people who just heard that because it convicted me when the Holy Spirit said that. Vanessa, you are not Scott's Holy Spirit. I am. So you guys, I think as spouses, a lot of times we can say, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. You need to be doing this. And y'all, that's religion. That's bringing religion into our marriage and into our family. And that is... No, like we we cannot. It can it can be so destructive, and so, um, I just like you said, Scott. And I think you said it so beautifully. You know, how you experience God and how you hear from the Lord is is unique to you and your relationship, mm-hmm. versus you know what mine is. But together, mm-hmm. we can have a special way that we um, experience the Lord mm-hmm. together. And so, you guys, you know. 
as we're, you know, wrapping this up again, you know, we just want to place emphasis on, you know, your relationship with the Lord is so special. And, um, and it's important that that's number one, because not only is it important for your marriage, but it's important for your family and your children. When your Mm. children can see how you experience God and your relationship with the Lord, you guys, we're setting them up for relationship with God as well. And so, um, and so again, it's so important, your relationship, then your relationship with your spouse. And, you know, that just, it'll bleed down into our family and to our children, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we want to raise God-fearing mm-hmm. young men who love the Lord and who have a deep and intimate relationship with Him. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the fun part about it is, is when you're both as couples seeking God, seeking that relationship, you're going to find that the relationship that you guys have together, first of all, it'll be stronger. Uh, Mm -hmm. It'll be set with more principles. It'll Mm -hmm. be set with more patience. It will be uh, guarded around prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's so many things that we will do to protect our marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to say this real quick. I want to say that the more that you both are actively growing in intimacy to the Lord, you guys, y'all are going to start hearing and experiencing, you're going to be getting confirmation in things mm. together. And that is so awesome because if only one of you is actively seeking and hearing from God, you know, and the other is not, you guys, that's where the enemy comes in and wants to wedge disunity and confusion. So again, that's, it's, it's, it's another, I would, you, I think you might've said layer of protection almost, yeah. or like strengthening your armor that you, if you are both actively doing that, you guys, and God is going to be speaking to you both, you know, um, maybe not in the same way, again, see her here. Um, but he will confirm things to both of you that line up, you know, when you're in prayer about something and God speaks to you about this and this, but when you come together, it's the same thing. Man, that's so powerful. Yeah, it's super good. So if you're listening to this and, and, I, and I hope that you've, you know, listened to part one, which is kind of our introduction. This is our second segment, which is talking about the priority of God in your and in, in having a relationship with Christ as that first priority, even, even before the relationship with your spouse. And, and, and what we're going to find through section, you know, or I use section, part, segment. Anyway, the next one and the next one is we're going to find that they just build on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to find that, you know, when we talk about priority of marriage, how easily it fits up with the priority of God first. And then when we talk about the priority of our children, we're going to talk about how easy, because we've put our marriage above that, it, it moves forward. So, um, guys, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I really look forward to our next uh, time together when we talk about the priority of marriage. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Take care. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.